Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including The Promised Neverland, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Andy Potter. Hello. Steve Zek. Hello. And John McKenna. Hi, everybody. Yes, we are talking the new winter 2019 anime, The Promised Neverland, uh, that premiered last week, uh, one of the most hype new animes from the season. And uh, we had to break out a episode, episodic coverage for this premiere oh. episode because we were so into it. Um, we're going to be walking through everything from the premiere episode of The Promised Neverland, Ooh. 121045. Um, and, uh, everything surrounding this first episode, we're recording this like the night before episode two comes out. So if you've seen episode two since then, we're not talking about episode two. We're just talking about episode one, only spoilers for episode one on this podcast. Um, yeah, we're just doing the pilot for now since we thought it was incredible. Maybe weekly coverage to come on this. We'll see how the show goes. Uh, we've never really done weekly coverage of an anime before so that mm. you could tell we're really hype about yeah. the show that we're doing this right now. I was shocked though. I, I was I think to get coverage here, I was hoping maybe like after six episodes or maybe the whole one season a whole, but I was not expecting this, Dylan. You surprised yeah, well, me. You'll, you'll see why in our in our initial thoughts, I would say. So um, it's, it's a, <laughs> we think it's a special episode, uh, at least so. I don't, don't, not to speak for everyone, but um, and uh, so yeah, but if you've not yet seen episode one of The Promise Neverland, you've never heard of the show, um, go and watch it more than any other <laughs> yeah. show I've ever warned you what? about. Please, this, yeah, this, yeah. this pilot what has a twist in for? it. Go watch it. Come back here. We're going to immediately get into spoilers. So if you've not seen this first episode, again, we've, we're only covering the first episode. I've been, Go I've been, I've been in for, for a year, like almost like six months or eight months on the Discord. So what's taking you so long, people? Yeah, Steve was uh, bugging us for it. So, yeah. No <laughs> he was right. Steve was right. He was, Steve, uh-huh. Steve was right. He was right. Steve was right. Uh, <laughs> and I'll As say, usual. Uh, mm, I don't know about that one. But, uh, <laughs> the, the, the show is a, is a manga. We are not going to get into any spoilers from the manga. Um, so Steve has read the manga here. Um, none of the rest of us have. I believe Andy read the the part that this episode covered. Um, but so Steve has some manga expertise, and that might come into play here. But he will not be spoiling anything. No. None of us will spoil anything past the anime airings. And I please ask that you do the same in the comments or on our Discord. Yes, please. Um, I think everyone. I think everyone's on the same page here. You want to preserve the experience if you're a manga fan for people who yeah. haven't seen it because it was really fun to watch this first yeah. episode not knowing what was happening. Yeah. So okay. definitely no spoilers anywhere yeah. on our site, YouTube, it was anywhere. Super fun watching the story unfold in the mangas, and I can't wait to see it unfold again in the anime. So I know. Oh, he knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'd be it's cool perspective whether you've read the manga or not. Um, yeah. Watching, watching this series show here. Um, yeah. Listeners in the comments, don't spoil either. Yes. Don't, just- yes. Exactly. And uh, since this is an innocent show about children, <laughs> we're going to keep this podcast PG and safe for work just to be safe here. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious though. We're gonna, we're gonna just 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 uh, you know it was, it's about kids. We'll we'll keep it. We'll keep it a PG podcast. No cursing and stuff. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, check us out at overlyanimated.com. Um, the uh, on. Uh, on iTunes at overlyanimated.com slash iTunes. We also have an anime specific feed. I'm not probably not going to make a feed just for the show, but we'll post it to the anime feed. Um, mm-hmm. We have anime overly animated. If you just want to subscribe to our anime content, it's been sporadic in the past, but uh, we'll see with, with the show here. And uh, our YouTube is youtube.com slash overly animated. We cross post all our podcasts uh, there as well. So again, last warning for spoilers for the pilot episode of the promise Neverland. Um, let's uh, get react. What was your reactions to this episode? Uh, like, uh, what do you th- what do you think of it? And what were what like were you going through as you watched it? Let's start with Andy here. Uh, this episode is th- this episode of television might be my favorite pilot of like the last two years or so because I knew nothing about this show coming in, absolutely nothing. 
And over the course of 22 minutes, we already know the main motivations of the main cast, all three of the protagonists. We know the, the main motivations of the antagonists, and we learned it in a really creepy way. And we've learned all these ancillary characters. We learned the setting that I assume we're going to have for the next at least little bit of the show. And it was done at such a... A, like at this amazing pace like i think the pacing of this episode is honestly the most amazing part because it ratchets up tension for like 15 minutes and then the last five minutes are this like fever pitch of like just insane horror and tension as they figure out what's happening and it just all lets out when emma just screams at the ground of the hill like it's this incredibly constructed episode like i don't know if i could be more excited for this show based on this this first episode because it's just incredible. There's a lot of little things I want to touch on as we go over this show. Like, there's a lot of little interesting things they do with storyboarding in terms of direction in this episode that I want to talk about to ratchet up tension so well. But just overall, this is just an incredible episode of thriller TV. It's in, it's just absolutely awesome. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Very effusive thoughts from Andy there. Um, Steve, what did you think of the the pilot here? Oh, I thought it was a very fine adaptation. Is very, as Andy said, very well paced. Believe it or not. Um. And, you know, they only adapted chapter one and maybe like a page of chapter two. I expected I thought they would adapt more. So so I'm kind of glad they're taking their time with this show. They're not rushing through, even though this season's only 13 episodes. So, um, uh, yeah, I also love how the opening kind of tricks you over what kind of show it is. The opening looks like like a slice of life, especially you see Emma in the opening. How she's just so happy and perky. It's. This show traps you in, man. But and I love how the, the setting, the characters here. Um, I, I think we all might. Be, Emma probably is like my favorite. And I love how she is the, the female protagonist in this show. Um, because Auntie Anobo Shonen normally Shonen females. We don't have many female protagonists in Shonen, man. It's, if there's any other series, you're thinking maybe Norman or Ray would be the lead, and Emma would just be a supporting character. And I'm intrigued to see what happens. I'm intrigued to see um um to learn more about these characters, to learn um, more about I, the character that interests me the more the most is definitely probably the villain Isabella. I kind of wondering what her th- motivation is. Is she really complete evil or does she have an evil heart? Is she like does she care about them? And how for the rest of their lives, how does Emma and the other kids feel about her now? Now that they know she, what she was doing, do they feel like do they still feel like mixed emotions? Because no matter what, she she raised them. You can't just yeah. erase those memories. It's it's going to be very very interesting to see. Wow. Yeah. D- despite we we've established, you know what happens. Um. But d- d- I do think you captured the biggest questions on everyone's mind after the first episode. So yeah, definitely. Um. I did did all of your your biggest questions here involving uh, Isabella. Yeah. Um, John, what did you think of the pilot of The Promised Neverland? Oh, joy of joys. A dark anime that doesn't open with needless shock value and actually got my blood going. Hallelujah. Amazing. Um, and yes, I'm looking right at you, Goblin Slayer. But anyway, um, I loved this opening episode. It, it, it does start, you do get the sense that it is going to be dark because you see the numbers on their necks and it's being in an orphanage, you're th- being in Orphage with the clock, the clock on the wall, the atmosphere, it does sound like there's something unsettling, mm-hmm. but they pivot, but they pivot to this bright scenery, beautiful landscape with like a stately mansion, a yard, happy kids playing. You're thinking, oh, it's going to be perky. You forget that it's, that it has this dark undercurrent, 
you see the psychological barrier of the gate being this dangerous place where the outside is where nobody goes, though they still have their dreams. And the way it ends with, you know, the shot of the girl in the truck and the and the aliens and Isabella. And I'm just like, basically, I was like shocked. I was like, holy mother of God, that was a thing that happened and that's gonna be stuck in my mind for the next few days i'm sure of it mm. but uh and it ends with this and all of a sudden it becomes this horror thriller and i am all for this and you know think i was going into the winter thinking that the fall wasn't going to be the fall had this great buffet of great anime the winter seemed like it was going to be a little thin promise neverland is looking like it's the head of the lot right now yeah um it should have known. We should have known something was up because it's an orphanage. One thing I learned from fiction: there's no good thing as a good orphanage. Either is a terrible place with miserable people who hate kids. That's one thing I learned from fiction from Oliver Trist and Annie and other works of fiction. So we should have known something was up. So it's a good point. Yeah, um, <laughs> but they but they but they feed them better than in Oliver Twist, at least. Well, I mean, they feed them for a reason. They feed them yeah. well. For reason <laughs> we're assuming we're assuming yeah. um yeah. i don't know how they consume yeah. the children yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> we haven't talked about that yet we're gonna need to get into all that i guess uh okay I, yeah i i think this is like the best first episode of an anime i've seen in many years um i don't, I don't know how many years but this is uh like last season we had a uh, zombie land saga which started incredibly strong with its first episode and this is even better um the experience of watching this was really phenomenal with all the setup and the eeriness and you know something's gonna happen and then when you get the reveal it is um just a really fantastic experience and one you usually don't get from like pilot episodes of shows like i think this episode stands on its own even if for some reason the rest of the series wasn't very good i think this is still like an isolated fantastic uh solo episode of television and uh Hey, looking back, watching it again, it's just remarkable how much the first, uh, like, 15-ish minutes of the show of the episode sets up f- all of the various aspects that are going to kind of come together here at the end with the twist. Uh, it just covers so much ground this episode does. Andy uh, got into that really well and uh, is is just, like, intricately portrayed, like, beautifully uh, executed, um, really uh, interesting, like, morality, too. Um, just, like, you know, I didn't expect... Uh, to watch uh, an episode of an anime this season and see like very blatant anti anti factory farming uh, morality from from a show here, which is what I got out of this first episode. Um, and interested to see how this uh, plays out as the, as the show is uh, going here. But um, I was like enthralled, fascinated, and uh, absolutely in love with this this pilot episode. I'm not even usually into horror too much, um, and uh, the the execution I thought was was really impactful um this is my you know it's i mean it's been 16 days but this is my number one uh, episode of animation in general of the year so far and uh yeah really really well, incredible well i'm pretty sure it might not last till this monday it might yeah, change steven universe but... got big episodes going on monday yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay um yes the, the biggest thing to talk about is the the last uh you know oh. five five to eight minutes or something the, the twist um you see the body of connie and uh the the tone i think completely changes of the episode although not not uh, too much i think the episode does blatantly hint at a few points of things being wrong you know mm. most uh, yeah. prominently focusing on the numbers on the children yeah. um also, the those, yeah, yeah. also the nature of those tests seems kind of weird to oh me. yeah you, you definitely have some questions that the, the, but i think what i one thing i like is 
that the episode makes it pretty blatant a few times, but not too many times. Like it doesn't just do like, oh, that test is kind of creepy. Why are they doing that? It's it's also like, oh, let's have these like hor- this horror shot of the next and for a little bit in the beginning. And then, uh, I, I like, do there's, have there's a, some one part where we like qu- cut quickly between these perspectives when they're talking about what, what they do, do when they escape. I yes, do sir. have a theory on the test, and it has nothing to do with any spoilers. I do have a theory on the test, and that I think at least with Emma's case i'm thinking they're they're testing her testing her out to maybe protecting in the future maybe be a future um like have the same type of job isabella has like a mod oh. mother yeah the first so episode does hint at that type of thing yeah it i'm does. thinking yeah I'm, uh, but i'm pretty i'm pretty sure though i i if orphanage i don't i don't think i never heard of house father orphanage i'm pretty sure they only would take females in that job but they're they're testing all all of them still to around suspicion. We're just interested in the girls and their scores. But we'll test the boys too to keep up appearances. Yeah, that's, that's my headcanon theory. Something. That's my theory. I think they definitely draw parallels between um between Emma and Isabella, yeah. but uh, they're in terms of like Sheer saying she wants to be uh she doesn't want to stay. Uh, well also Connie, 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 Connie also says uh, yeah, that she wants to, but yeah. Emma says she wants to she's a family and take care of everyone. I definitely think the test, the first episode portrays it as like testing the quality of meat. Um yeah. Yeah. this is kind of the oh, impression gosh. you get. I mean the 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 monster says at the end that uh they wants the three with the highest scores. So they're cert- they seem to certainly be intending to eat Emma. Um don't think that they're keeping her around, or at least it, like, yeah. I assume Emma will not be dying next episode. But why would intelligence why would intelligence be a mark of yeah. good it may, we don't know how they eat them. They might, right, not, like, they might be consuming them in a way. Are, are, the, are these are these demons like of a higher plane of existence where they yeah. they, they like cons- consume like one, positive traits thing, of us? I don't right? get. Like, yeah. One weird thing they said these meats like these meats only like for the rich like. Yeah. These demons have the class system. Have like. Yeah. There's also, also some system? class I mean, messages too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, there, there, there's a lot of like little exposition that happens. There's like a ton of exposition in this episode, and it's amazing that it all gets fit in here because there's yeah. a lot of little things like that. A- Andy, what's what's your what's your reaction watching the twist unfold? Like, uh, oh. what do you think it, emotions you went through? The, I, I before I like to talk about that twist zone, I need to talk about how they walk into that tunnel because everything as soon as they enter the tunnel is just such masterful like tension and Absolutely. like tension because like there's that water drip and i like that water drip is perfect because there's just the entire the entire scene there's just one drop of water just hitting the ground through the whole scene and that's just a classic like torture thing like where like there's just a drop of water hitting things and like it just causes you to be like really like concerned as a viewer and it's just so perfect and so by the time you they open it and they see connie like even though i kind of i knew connie was going to be dead just as i was prepped by the show and what it was showing me already like my tension was at a fever pitch and it was just like, I felt about as shocked as Emma did when I saw the body. I mean, it is still a dead girl, but it's just like, it, it just such, I don't know. Like the show just pulls you in Dylan. It just pulls you in and wraps you up in these emotions that it wants to feel. It's incredible. You know what this reminds me of though? This definitely, Connie must be definitely of what happened when I saw what happened to Nina Tucker and Fullmetal Alchemist. It's like, the same type of thing because they make the yeah. same type of character. They make her as innocent as possible, as pure as possible, just so they could do some just insane stuff with this innocent character. I feel they're doing the same the same thing with this character. Yeah, I definitely mm. felt a couple of parallels to to Nina. There was just that she was a young girl and she got got some horrible stuff happened to but her. But she was kind of like the perfect, like such a perfectly perfect little girl too. It just they, they I mean, mean, yeah, that's so perfectly innocent. That's what I'm talking. 
trying to say. I'm, yeah, right. yeah, they're setting uh, you you up to be the most horrified by Connie being dead. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they want yeah. you to love her. They want you to care about her. To say she's like, they don't want you like to say, ah, that's good. She's dead. She and, said the brass. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. That that is the intent. Yeah, and and they and they did and they did enough to make you feel sympathetic for Connie leaving yeah. because you saw how all the other characters reacted to the idea of her leaving as well so it's, yeah. it's just insane because the episode actually starts with them showing that Connie's leaving like that's like the one of the first shots of the episode it's just like it just it's just they set up for this the entire episode and when it finally happens hmm. it's just stunning yeah you see uh, the calendar right away there um J- John what was your reaction to seeing the twist at the end here um similar to Andy I loved the scenery of the t- of that gate tunnel because not only was not only with the water dripping but you could see gears up above on the ceiling almost and it had this really again this great sort of atmospheric dark tone that that is really captured very well and it's animated beautifully um but i mean i i didn't see the i didn't see the twist coming i kind of glanced over the discord when i was watching because i think that's how some people they have they have seen it uh i know i know someone mentioned body counts but i thought that was for a different anime but um so but, but when i when they showed the girl and I saw that I was, I mean, I must admit, I sort of like jilted a little bit. I was like, whoa, um, <clears throat> well, that was, d- d- wow. And there's like flowers sticking out of her gut. I was like, what, what just happened? And for me, it just sort of snapped my head back. And I was like, wait a minute, this is a, oh, that's right. This is a dark anime. I forgot. Mm-hmm. Um, Because you do forget a little bit. Like, you, I mean, you know, something's up, but the way they sort of envelop you in the the bright colors in the lush landscape. So you don't. You do kind of forget about the, the numbers on the the numbers on the neck, the dark, the dark, the test, which, you know, does have going back on going back a little bit. It, so, it does. It's a little creepy, but it was just I'm looking at this like, mother of God, what is going on? And then the demons come out and I'm like, oh, my, uh, that's I thought oh, they were OK. Aliens. It's like I, I demons, <laughs> aliens. But, but it was, it's like it's like this is dark. This is creepy. There's dead children. Uh. Keep it coming. Keep, and what keep, about keep, okay, okay, John? Okay. <laughs> the whites, how the colors of their? They all wear the same uniform. White colors are like it seemed like like prison uniforms. You should have yeah. realized that. We should have realized that. Yeah, in retrospect, that is a lot creepier. Uh, and they do point it out in the episode. There's a lot, a few things like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, watching watching the ending. I'm I'm generally with this, even though you like kind of know there's something's happening. I'm trying. I'm turning that part of my brain off that's like trying to predict what's coming or anything and i do think the episode does such a, a great job of like drawing you in comfortly a little while while still showing that something's off and still foreshadowing a ton of stuff and uh just seeing um connie's dead body is like really like shocking and horrifying but also i was like engrossed in it and then just the, the, but then it's like when you start to see the the monsters slash demons slash whatever you call them that's when i was like oh my goodness what is like what is happening this is yeah i am i like it's like it kept going and they kept giving like i didn't expect this to give details about what was happening i expect them to run out earlier um just see i I didn't expect to see like as much of what they looked like as it did and we just kept seeing more and it kept like growing more so much more engrossing and and fat and uh and like beautifully i like creepy but beautifully presented and um just like that that's kind of like the like everything like seeing with the 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 demons compared to the kids that we saw earlier was was a such a fantastic experience i think to like go through watching this for the first time i i I, 
I got parallels to Spirited Away uh, for a oh, large yeah. part of the end of this. It's like a dark, like horrifying version of what happens in Spirited Away, like walking down a tunnel, going into a different world. Um, and uh, it's like you get a little bit of the like hor- horrifyingness from some aspect. Like it, Spirited Away is like purposefully like jarring and like uh, unsettling. But this is like it ramped up uh, to a large extent. And um, I was just really super into it. And I'm really hoping the rest of the show is is uh, is is like this. Although it's 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 like I don't know. Like, what's the rest of the show? Like it feels like uh, this is the twist, and now where everything's gonna yeah. unfold. So it's, it's, it's like it's like it be like it might be like the great escape. Like yeah, the, the I don't know. Like a height yeah, I, I yeah. The the twist though, they can't they can't do that twice. It's a, this type of twist you can only do once. Yeah. 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 Steve, Steve, what was the, what was the, so yeah, what was the quick reaction as the, the person who'd read, read the manga? Like seeing this on TV, did this like exceed expectations? Were you like not expecting them to do certain things that you not expected to be portrayed so well? Yeah, it was played so well. It shocked me how, how pretty much, it's pretty much word for word of chapter one of the manga. A couple of differences. First of all, the, um, cold opening does not take place at the beginning of the chapter. Um, that takes place later on, but other than that, it's verbatim, pretty much. Steve means that the the when they're younger, Dylan, at the gate, yeah, when they're yeah, the, the, the yeah, the, 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 oh, pre, sorry, yeah, the pre-op scene, yeah. You guys want to make sure clear? That's all right. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, but, yeah, but no, but that's the norm for anime adapted to manga sometimes. So, but yeah, um, what does surprise me though? It's um. Yeah, how is how the opening is just they they're gonna keep the the gag up that it's gonna be a lighthearted series. I I don't think they're gonna change it. <laughs> I don't know if I call it a gag, but that's a no. funny way to put it. <laughs> I mean, it it did. I mean, even at that, even during the cold open, it did actually feel like there was there was some something was up because they're talking about not seeing the outside world. Automatically, that's automatically that should that's that should be setting off little alarm bells. So that that cold open's really good. I really like. Oh yeah. That. Yeah, and then you get the parallels later with them being older at uh, the at a different uh, gate portion, and uh, they're saying very similar things. Um, and yeah, the, the the it's 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 an interesting way to to open the show. Like, I think it sets up a lot of uh, aspects tonally for for what we're gonna see here. Um, and uh, yeah, let's. Oh, Andy, yeah, you also uh, went back and read the the first chapter. Does anything stand out to you, uh, um... manga versus show? I was trying to, like, just to be clear, when I went back to look at the first chapter, I was trying to skim it so I didn't get any, in case there was different information in there. But generally what I saw is that it just, this episode is a lot slower than the first chapter from what I could tell. Like, they took a lot more time to draw out the, these moments, and it really succeeds for that. Like, just, it it really just, it, it felt like the manga was faster. But again, that's different. It's a different medium. It's hard yeah. to compare that. And, with that. and mm-hmm. interesting, though, like I said, they only adapt one chapter, and Normally, and most enemies I see nowadays, they tap at least like three chapters, or if you're like Tokyo Ghoul RE, five chapters an episode. So, or yeah, or if you're yeah, like Bloom yeah. to you, you breeze through the first five volumes in a season. Yeah, so. I know. I'm just saying it's amazing, though. You kind of wish. I kind of wish. Online would be much faster. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I think the sh- the show's already doing very well. Would not be surprised if uh, if we got a season two. Uh, well, one thing you have to say about oh, manga. Well, well one thing. One thing about manga, you have to understand, though, chapter ones of mangas are much longer than normal chapters, yeah. so next episode should be probably at least two chapters adapted. But yeah, just, but yeah either, either way, it felt very restrained, what we saw yeah. in this first episode, and uh, th- this this felt like such a fantastic way to to to, to and, approach the first episode here. And before we move on from that, the, the twist at the end, Dylan, I just want to say, the thing that made me so confident in this show, and I'm glad you brought it up, is that 
they showed us the monster. They showed us the mm. twist. Like any show can like make it scary that like the unknown, the unknown thing can be scary. Like they could run out and there's something's killing for killing people for some reason. But this show is just like so confident in like showing us what is wrong with this situation. And it makes me so excited to see what this, where this goes with it. Yeah, it, it, it was, it, it's uh, felt so substantial what we saw. Yeah. Even, even if this but, is just a portion, like the yeah. base relative to the setup, it felt so substantial but, and it was very satisfying. And, and, I, and I think what's also helps with the monsters, even though you do see them, you're still not entirely sure of the motive. There's still a lot to know. They didn't, you know, just come out and give you all the information yeah. about the villains. No, no, and so, so there's still a lot to go back to and mine we, as the series goes. A lot, a lot very unclear here. We can quickly walk through some of the highlights from, 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 from the ending. Cause uh, see, you see the Connie's body in the back of the truck. Um, there's a, a rose coming out from it or some sort of flower. I think that's very notable. Yeah. We don't really know what's mm-hmm. up with that. But um, the, that, those flowers are very prominent in the OP though. So it's right. like mm-hmm. clearly they're important. They're yeah, also, I, in the, I think they're in the end and the EP too. Oh, okay. I, 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 you're probably ED, right. ED. I, I, mean, think it, I, I think, I think it, uh, hints at some, that, that's what, like, makes me think, like, oh, is the, the she, she die in some uh, non human way? Is she consumed yeah. in some non human way? Like, the, it well, just, it, it feels very alien. The, there's the more here than we're seeing still. And what, do, and what do lower class demons eat if the higher class gets to eat kids? Do lower class, <laughs> do they eat, like, animals? Yeah, I mean, they plants, joked about eating a cat, in, too. The, the two demons did. So there, yeah. there's, there's a, f- a few uh, breadcrumbs there. Um, they're, they're hiding under the truck. And uh, start to see flashes of of the, the the monsters. And oh oh, one thing I wanted to say in terms of like we do see all of them, but the way it's shot, I still don't feel like I have a substantial picture of like what the monsters. Look yeah, like. right. It's well, like it's enough to feel substantial, but not enough to feel like I like when I see them again, it's still going to be huge and shocking. Yeah. yeah, and one thing different for me though when I read the manga, in the manga you, when you talk about eating stray cats and stuff, you just see like bubbles like word bubbles you don't know who's talking at what you first you think maybe some weird human eats cats or something it's mm-hmm. but here like in the anime you know straight up it's the monsters because you hear the voices you don't know who's talking that's one thing i love about this anim- this media anime compared to manga it's so much better story presentation yeah, certainly different uh, in in some aspects in, in terms yeah. of pres- presenting it. Um, we uh, the, the they put Connie's body into this tube. Um, yeah, uh. probably my favorite shot of the opening. I wanted to make it the screen cap, but like I can't spoil. Yeah, it, so you can't. Yeah. Like, the, the, the body in the tube, and then we like they splice the two faces uh, of the two kids uh, of them onto the other side, like them watching horrified of it at one point. Um, yeah. I it was like horrifyingly beautiful. I thought that shot Definitely. was. Yeah, um, they uh, they say all of the human flesh produced on this farm are high quality meat intended for the rich. Um, we referenced that line a few times already. Mm-hmm. Um, you right right away, very clear. Like uh, this is what this is for. I was yeah. shocked. Yeah, <laughs> this is what's going on. Uh, the line that I don't think was explained is is Gupna done? Um, we don't. I don't think there's anything to speculate on there. But like assuming that that was subtitle writing stuff, I don't know who Gupna is. Um, but that's going to be something to look out for. Mm-hmm. Um, we see, uh, is Isabella make preparations to pluck the three with full scores. They say, and she says, understood. Mm-hmm. And that's, then um, that would be, that's norm. That's Norman, oh. Emma and Ray. Yeah, and you see, you see this. Yeah. I, I love the way they show the score sheet. And like, when I was watching, I like paused. I was like, I need to see this. And then I figured, and then it's like, okay, it's the three, it's the three of them that they, they, they that the latest test is, and then they just say it right after. So you I know, pause it, but yeah, yeah. But yeah one, yeah, one earlier scene though, once you had this reveal that after made me look back at different light is the scene when just before Coney leaves, Isabella takes a drawing that she made and I guess she t- pulls it up to her chest and 
Now yeah. it just makes me think, what's she thinking? Like, yeah, let's. I'm gonna get. Yeah. I'm gonna get into her for a little bit in a second. Yeah. Let's let's finish going. I definitely want to reference that scene as well. Um, yeah. uh, the, the 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 demons start to smell something. Um, but then. Uh, but then they they've run away already. Um, yeah. very like terrifying to to second yeah. uh, the way yeah. it's shot and that they're going to catch them. Yeah, but the thing, the weird thing for me though is like I'm I was watching that scene again today, but I'm thinking about this. It's like uh, maybe I'm overthinking it, but I'm but I have to ask, how did they get away? Yeah, it, I think they started I'll, running earlier than uh, than yeah, they but it's showed. like, how, but how do you run? But you're in a confined space. You're only hiding under a it, truck. How do you get away with not with not one of the three looking up and going, "What are those three doing? What are those two doing?" Well, the thing is, if you look at the scene, Isabella's the only one that's standing facing the exit of the tunnel. Yeah, you don't. That's another important part of the scene because all three of the demons are facing into the tunnel towards. So the, we don't. The yeah, we don't know if Isabella saw and just yeah. let them go because I do think at the very least, if the demons found them, it might not look good on her part either. She could be in trouble too. Yeah, so we'll get, get to her in a second. Yeah, and yeah. Isabella found the the stuff. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then later, uh, our, Emma, are we food? Um, uh, it was Connie, uh, we, uh, were we raised just to be eaten by something? Uh, just like really hard, <laughs> heartbreaking yeah. and terrifying. And that, and her, her cry at, uh, at oh, that yeah. hill was pure, was heartbreaking as hell. My, like, she just like yeah. screaming. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. The, 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 Norman talking there, let's escape the three of us. And then, but Emma says she can't leave everyone here. Doesn't want any more of her family to die. Um, and then they say, say, Norman's like, let's, we'll run away all of us. It'll be strategy like playing tag and, um, potentially Ray's listening on as they're talking about this. Um, Ray skews me out. So quick, quickly <laughs> yeah. on Ray, I don't want to get into too much. Ray, uh, definitely hints of him knowing something's up the entire time, yeah. or at least being skeptical and afraid of things. Like he says, it's yeah. obviously a lie earlier. Mm. He uh, seems very composed and stuff. It, de- it definitely seems like Ray knows more than letting on, or at least was, uh, worried I, about more. Is that or, oh, sorry. Either that or he's just emo. <laughs> yes, also think possible. he's emo too. But but, but yeah. I kind of think like he kind of stopped him from leaving the fence. I have a theory that he might have tried to leave through the fence, saw something, and came back to the orphanage. Yeah, like, he might have done this earlier than that. Yeah, yeah. stopped them from crossing over the fence when Norman and Emma went to the fence earlier in the episode. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah. kind of what I'm thinking right now. Yeah, that's... but we also see Ray as a kid, and he's also even skeptical then. I think. Yeah, it, it, it's. There's there's a lot of balls in the air here. Yeah, yeah, and that Ray, Ray and, is like not even a top five thing I need to get into. Here. And, <laughs> and they and they and they mentioned you know it's a low fence. It looks the same on the other side. Yeah. Like what is what physically is stopping them from jumping and running? And it's just just mom telling them to not go there. There. Yeah. And, then, and then and then I think like one of the obvious things is like okay, just run away, the three of you. It's a low fence. Like, just get out of here. But the yeah. episode did such a good job of establishing that Emma like really cares about everyone, and it totally makes sense at the end that Emma's like I can't leave everyone behind. Yeah. Um. So so I thought that was uh, really fantastic yeah. too. The like strongest, the- yeah, the strongest kids they could each probably easily get away if they're not detected. But you know, the little younger kids, they can't get, they don't have a chance yeah. without any help. Well, well, and also, but but they also all have like a lot of general freedom too. Like they're allowed to yeah. run the ground, run Se- around the ground, unsupervised. And but we don't I, know if there is supervision. I, I, I have a theory about that, that too. Yeah, I do want to say it's a parallel to an actual like farm. Like maybe is it like demons? Like like are like us humans? And the kids are like animals, like how like people in farm sometimes they raise animals that, you know, like treat them like family before they crack off their heads and sell them to supermarkets. 
Right. Well, let's get into that. Uh, I want to get into the the parallels and morality. So in terms of like the kids running around, it's definitely like a thought I had at the end. It's like, oh, these are like free range humans. Like this is like yeah. it's, it's like yeah. it's like meat for the rich. Like these is this is like uh high like this is uh, maybe there's also humans that are like stuffed in cages. These are like the free range. Like, it's uh, like organic ter- organic free range human. Right. Like and, that's yeah. the impression I got. And, of it. and honestly, I think one of the creepiest shots of this, it, with that in mind, Dylan, is like when the ending starts and we see their bank the banquet come rolling up the credits like that is legitimately creepy when you see all like the meat and stuff on there mm-hmm. like that skeeved me out like thinking like yeah. oh they're fattening up the humans like that's really messed up yeah. mm-hmm. and it's... then at the end we get this uh horror shot of uh isabella with the uh, holding the bunny yeah. so like she probably oh. knows well back to her in a second i guess since we're on this topic Bernie. one of the things that's most f- fascinating to me is uh the the uh like i said anti-factory form- farming morality of this episode if not straight on like vegetarian vegan morality of the oh. uh, of the episode and it's very appealing to me uh don't talk about it a lot on the podcast but i'm a vegetarian and have been for a long time and uh mm. i uh i lo- love that this episode is uh <laughs> making potentially profound points about not eating meat through uh exaggerating it to the extreme with humans being uh like farmed for monsters um it's uh it's just presented very fascinatingly um and like you start to see those parallels like oh these are these free-range humans like uh like they're wearing like uh, shirts and they're like uh like being raised and 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 i want to get into like it's a good transition to talking about isabella because i think isabella is and mom is like this uh she she's this like walking contradiction in the first episode at first you think like you get the impression she cares so much about everyone to start with um you see and you get the impression she cares about connie like steve said she's like hugging this drawing that connie made um like she's she like says that uh, she loves most about emma that uh she she cares about her family and um she she's like seemingly so caring about this kids and yet is just uh, obeys the the monsters she says uh understood um you think like one of the first thoughts i had is like is she brainwashed can humans just like not um disobey these like higher plane of existence Mm. monsters or something that's certainly a thought i I had i have Um, a thought on the way she thinks in my head like i think the way she thinks is that the way she's like she's giving these kids this happy life and stuff it's like i think she's thinking she's doing them an act of kindness and that they're no matter what they're going to die anyway so might as well i'm going to give them the happiest life they can in this short time they have and that makes me a good person i'm thinking that's the way she thinks in her right. mind, but, 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 but it's all, but it is kind of a natural reaction though, too, because if you think about like, say a small scale farm, like I had a friend who raised a, a chick who, who raised a chicken and she loved this chicken and she was going to eat the chicken, but she still loved the chicken, took pictures of the chicken and, you know, said, you know, it was a little bit hard the day I had to, you know, take the chicken to the slaughterhouse and eat her. But if it's like, it's natural, like you build, like, even if it's like, you know, be it farm animals or whatever, even if you're going to eat them afterwards, you do still build a bond. You are raising them after all. It, it, this is exactly where I've landed with Isabella. She is the farmer who yeah. is, uh, is, is slaughtering cattle. Um, she yeah. like, uh, you think, you think of, uh, the, the farmer and this also applies to all of us too, who, uh, who like, we're like, lo- love certain animals, think they're so cute. And then are just, uh, then just eat, eating other, other types mm-hmm. of animals. But it's, it's the farmer that is like caring for and raising this these livestock and then just ran then just slaughtering them one day that like that's what i think is like i don't think it's actually a contra like i think it's a contradiction in that the humanity is a contradiction with this like i think this is like a larger point about um she she is representative of like a uh, human how uh, humans view uh like con- consumption of living things um and uh it's uh i think it's like a scathing portrayal of that sort of uh, farmer person um but it's 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 we'll, we'll see how it develops with her um i was like i the, the fact that there's like 
so much to think about with her. And like, I've arrived at that, but it also could be so many other things. Um, I think it's, it's, it's super fascinating. One other aspect is like, what does she know? Um, does she know that they escaped? You get the impression. Yes. Right. Cause she finds the bunny. She knows the bunny was left behind. Maybe, um, like how did the bunny get under the truck? Um, it's mm. possible that she didn't know. She thought Connie hadn't just dropped or something, but, um, also like Andy said, did they, should she watch them leave? Um, if she did, if she did know, is she going to do anything about it? Uh, like, is she going to report it back? Is, uh, are they in trouble? Is it, once you start to think of them like free range livestock, you think like probably they're not going to want to disrupt the process. Like that, that's what I think is like, I don't, yeah. even, even yeah. if like there were, we've, the alarm bells have been raised, you're still going to want to keep things as, as calm as possible for whatever which, reason. Which is going to make the tension super, super high the next few episodes when we mm-hmm. When we're playing the does she know, does she not know game. And, right. and 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 Norm uh, Norman and Emma, like, how are they gonna like interact with her? Because they wanna proceed to they have they can't are they gonna act weird around her? Like they I think they have to treat her like like they don't know nothing and that's gonna be hard. Like 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 hug her, like hug her or kiss her like they would yeah, be. How, how is Emma how gonna, gonna do what's Emma gonna do with her? Like when she wakes yeah. up in her routine the next day that we saw yeah. in the beginning of the episode, is she gonna it, like it's hug, good, hug it, her like it's normal. gotta change i mean after what you just saw it's but like she also he, has to play it yeah. normal like yeah, she it's has cool. to it's, it's gonna be the stere- it's gonna be the stereotypical try to pl- try to play cool but really you're not cool in the end it's and we've, we've seen that every we've i'm seen not that sure if they mentioned this in in the anime by different doing the manga chapter they mentioned isabella is very good at chess they, they said that seems, anime, yeah right? okay yeah, so strategy. this seems like a chess game here yeah, they yeah that, that's that stood out to me. Another aspect of her is like none of us are actually as good as mom. She's she's always wins a chess. They, yeah, they played up. They played up that Isabella is smart. Like they yeah, played yeah. that up a lot, which isn't an impression you get because she's just obeying commands yeah. at the end here. Um, so that that's a, like a, maybe a crucial detail to to <laughs> explain what what how. But like I'm like on one hand I'm worried about where the series is going next, just because like how could you top this this yeah. fantastic twist? On the other hand, we just like are spending most of this podcast just happily speculating on like well, what what's happening next episode, yeah. right? So that's like really promising, I think. And um, we haven't even like talked about any like the side characters. Cause it seems like a lot of the side characters have a point here like there's me a purpose for them and because we spent a long time of this episode talking talking with like don and i forget the glasses girl like just a couple of these characters that just we haven't even touched on yet yeah right? i mean don don's bond with connie i think was played up a lot in this episode and uh yeah cannot imagine and he all he also like gets indignant over norman being smarter than him and is like <laughs> yeah uh, lashing at it like if, if he learns what's happened to, yeah. he's, to he's connie. so mad yeah. and he yeah. was so close to Connie, like she's like his, yes. her, like her big brother. It seemed, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 it's Don. Don's one of the more interesting. Uh, how about uh, we talked about Ray a little bit. Emma, we talked uh, briefly about, but I thought that she was, uh, she, she's almost like this this partly the stereotypical genki girl protagonist thrown into this horrible situation uh but yeah. she also has like a ton Ganky. of to her what is that uh, energetic energetic girl, yeah. like young energetic girl okay. protagonist yeah, yeah. and what? uh she's she's uh it's, it's just more horrifying because you like build this bond with her and uh she's she seems like really you like you learn she's athletic i think that's probably a, a big yeah. attribute here she, yeah, learned, yeah. she, mm-hmm. she loves everyone um this is uh one of the most uh, probably horrifying perspectives we could see this thing through a young uh, loving caring person <laughs> like yeah. Uh, yeah it's uh and then it's, norman i think is is uh pretty interesting as well kind of like a yeah. a, par- a parallel of ray like who's also like very smart and quiet but on like the caring uh mm-hmm. seemingly I, caring happy right, side exactly. i i really like norman a lot because 
at first I thought he was going to be like kind of like the mindless machine type thing, but after the like after the ending, it's clear like he cares just as much like not as well not as much that but he cares a lot for people. Mm-hmm. Like I yeah. really like that that he's smart but not like just kind of a robot like they sometimes do in anime like this. I really liked it. Oh yeah, you mean yeah, like, they gave him a lot of emotion, a lot of personality. Yeah. Yeah, he's. But I noticed that too. Like normally, like the, a smart one, they try to make him very unemotional. Like, like say early Izzy and Digimon. Like, it's enough part of their character development. But no, he he has that care right now, right at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like often they try to make him stoic, but it's it's too easy. Like sort of drifted to wooden in terms of character. Yeah. Yeah. Though, so some reason, though, though I do really like. I think Don sort. Character, I'm sorry. I think he's very funny. I, can't, I think he's kind of funny. He's a couple one-liners. Like, I think he said, "I want to go out and date a cute girl," and then I think one of the other girls says, "Hey, how rude!" And yeah, that's yes. The, the scene of them all discussing what they oh, want to do. This is I, this, I mentioned. I mentioned these quick, quick shots here. Like, those are more. incredible, Dylan. I don't oh, know. Yeah. I've never seen those before. But those were so cool. It, that that's one of the most eerie things parts to me is like them discussing your... the future and it's getting all uh kind of terrifying here yeah um and, and especially uh, when the future is like all these mundane things except for riding yeah the path. it's like i want to wear all these clothes i want to go on a train oh, yeah. i want to date a girl yeah and and it's obvi- like it really har- makes it more heartbreaking also, obviously Uh-oh. one of the biggest hints is uh like no one's ever written after they've left so they like, kind of blatantly well, tell you that well Actually, um, I, I I actually didn't think that was that much of a giveaway, to be perfectly honest. Really? I mean, it's it's oh, normal sorry. enough oh, that you I, don't. It doesn't spoil it or anything. But looking back, it's like, oh yeah, that's oh, that's yeah, a oh yeah. Looking back, but yeah. Um, and uh, Connie uh, then promises to write to everyone, and she just oh, loves yep. uh, mom, yep. and it's heartbreaking. <laughs> like, yep, yep, yep. Thanks, show. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> it's like yeah. You built us up, and then you decide to hit us right in the gut. Mm-hmm. I, I also Definitely. really like that these characters, like, they do, feel, like, a lot of times in anime, kids, like, don't come off as kids to me. These feel like actual kids, which just mm-hmm. ups the heartbreak, like, to a fever pitch. It's so, so heartbreaking watching this. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're really 11-year-olds good. with the minds of 11-year-olds. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah. yeah. You, really you buy, I think you buy it, even. Uh, and, it, and it makes it, like, all the more daunting what mm. what they have to do to get out of the situation, mm. if possible. Um, yeah. the, I want to tell the, the, the opening, the OP, uh, uh, the, this song touch off by, uh, Uber world, I think is really incredible. I think this is like also just one of the best OPs of the season too. Um, it definitely isn't like one of the most, uh, probably the biggest talking points is like, it doesn't give anything away and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but I also think it's just a great song well, and it's like it really is. fantastic. You give away with some new characters, but. Yeah, I think if but you watch it, I noticed like one or two things watching it closely, but yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't need to speculate about it. I, I, I feel like, oh, I feel like I, I've just of all the animes I've seen the last couple of months, I feel like every OP has spoiled something. This one didn't spoil anything, but going back to watch it like after watching the episode, like you get what it's saying. Yeah. In the oh, okay, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah like, it, like it, in the first time through, like you have no idea what it's showing, but watching it again, it's just like, oh, they're escaping. Yeah. Like that's what it's happening in the it's, it's cool. Yeah, it's very good open. Doesn't it doesn't spoil too much. It's not a fairy tale opening that just spoils everything. Yeah, and also like no. we go to the we go to the <laughs> opening right away too here. I think because uh, yeah. it just really just enhances the mood of, of what we're getting to. And I think the ED is also uh, really good here yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, uh, anything we didn't talk about you want to mention at the end and final thoughts, Andy? Uh, one thing I want to mention before we. Before we sign off. Oh, clocks. How about clocks? Yes, yes. That's what I was going to say, Dylan. Yeah. I really like how clocks and like for are the clocks are always always present. They're omnipresent in this in this um episode, and just generally time is present. Like where we have a general feeling of time is progressing at any moment during this show, and it's really 
interesting. It really makes you feel nervous. Like things are progressing. We need to get stuff done. Like we have a time limit here. And I think that's going to be, I hope that's something we continue with because it really ups the tension all the time. And along with that, in that vein, I, when I rewatched the episode, I caught something really weird at the beginning. Like when, when they all got up, when Emma woke everyone up, when the sun rose, it almost turned on like a light bulb. Like it just flicked on the sun, which is a really strange thing to happen with a sun. Um, so I'm going to keep, I'm going to watch for that in future episodes. Truman, Truman Show situation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking, Dylan. This might be like a giant cage. Like even if they get over the fence, there might uh, be like yeah, oh. I wouldn't think there'd be short fences if there wasn't some sort of barrier. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. what I'm thinking. Yeah. But again, this is all speculation and we'll see. Yeah, the speed. Yeah, the clocks. The, the one of the more striking, I think, uh, strikingly animated parts of the episode is Norman walking in the forest oh, yeah. or when they're playing tag. I, the, the, the whole thing with tag, but there's just giant clocks. As, as I would be shocked, Dylan, if we don't get that like imagery again. Mm-hmm. Like, and there, we don't again. And and, and, there, it, and and it gives it this kind of like sort of yeah. Victorian era steampunky mm-hmm. geary vibe to Even it too, which is great. Yeah, I think. I think that's what twenty forty five. That's what. That's what. Yeah, they don't say it in the episode, so I don't get into it. But yeah, yeah, it's yeah. uh, it's like the, the calendar though, Dylan. It's it's the title of the episode. Oh, is it? Oh no, I'm not no, the title. I, I saw a calendar. It's the date. It's the 2045. date. Forty five. I saw twenty forty five on the calendar. Um, I thought the I thought the thing is Connie's number. I no, Dylan, it's December tenth, twenty forty five. The numbers it, are much bigger than four digits. Oh, I guess. It well, wouldn't it be October? Well, if it's Japan, wouldn't it be October? Oh, sorry, you're right. You're right. Sorry, ten October twelfth. Because yeah, the day was the twelfth. Yes, you're right. October twelfth, forty-five. Okay, um, okay. I didn't know that's an interesting episode. We've been talking about episode titles. There's an interesting yeah, one. I think this is I, actually a pretty good episode title, honestly. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the, they started being like the numbers of the kids. I thought that's. I was like worried it's going to be like, oh, it's the number of the kid who died. Yeah. Each episode yeah, is the no, title. So, <laughs> I yeah, thought so too. I rewatched it and I caught the calendar date and I realized it was okay. the same as the. Episode. Okay, cool. Okay, thanks for pointing that. Out. Um, I also think, like you mentioned, the the water drop at the end. I think that's oh. also like a form of time. It's like a metronome uh, through yeah. through the end of the thing. Definitely one of the big themes you get from the way the show, the episode is presented and animated, is like uh, time is running out for the, yeah. for these children. And it, the another the big theme is like they're turning twelve. That's it. You leave. Like yeah. that's that's a big thing too. And these mm. kids, the, we learn our protagonists are eleven. Um, they you know they don't have a lot of time left. Uh, they, and then at the end, you learn they're gonna die when they they turn twelve. Yep. So um, yeah. Big, big uh, thing. And yeah, I'm interested to see if, if cause some animes like have interesting, uh, interesting perspectives in the way they're animated and themes in the beginning. And then it like uh, trails off a little bit. Like we put more effort into the beginnings here. So I want to yeah. see if it's consistent. I, I hope they're... I hope they keep consistent. They have a really solid foundation here. Yeah. Mm. Uh, one of the best we've ever seen, I think, foundation. Yeah. So, yeah, mm. uh, definitely. Um, you, you, yeah. you can get you can get a whole season out of, out of this pretty easily, I think. Well, yeah, I want. Yeah, I don't want to spoil like how many chapters this arc is, but no, I can't. No, don't, I, don't, I, don't spoil it. I won't. Okay, but Steve, final it, thoughts here. Oh, very nice introduction. Um, call me nuts, though. The character that most interests me for sure definitely is Isabella. I just kind of wonder. Shocker. She, she intrigues me. Yeah, I, I. But also Emma. Emma to her relationship with Isabella. I kind of want. She says she wa- doesn't want to see anymore. Her family's hurt, but I wonder, does she? Has she completely detached herself from Isabelle? Does she, like, when you said save everybody, did that include her, maybe, in Emma's mind? I'm kind of wondering that, like, how far she's going to go. I mean, because, uh, you know, it's just, like, I don't know. I just don't know, like, how how is, like, Emma feels about this? And because it's just so heartbreaking to see her world destroyed like that. And and I'm just uh, kind of wondering... Um, 
is this the demons that just just is this one part of the world they rule or the demons rule the entire yeah a lot of mythology world. questions yeah. it's obviously not that's i can't wait to find out i'm I'm hoping to find out. I'm hoping this is not like an Attack on Titan thing when they take forever to reveal this stuff. Yeah. So, someone mentioned aliens. I did not think into at all that it could be like a, fu- a future version of Earth. That uh, oh, I think Dylan, I'm like convinced this is a future version of Earth. Well, if it's well, 2045. It yeah, do you think do you think demons have always been, or did they like invade? Or something? I don't know. I that I don't know, Dylan, because they we're we're late in this anyways. But I I think there's a lot of things we need to learn about this first before i can say that okay yeah, a, lot, a lot of questions about the world in addition to Dragon yeah we saw. john final thoughts uh we didn't get to this yet but uh what's the op ship for the show ship? Uh, don't, I don't no ship no they're shipping they're on 11 year olds you could you could ship uh emma and no Norman shit. if you wanted to no but, shit. Uh, <laughs> two demons together ship yeah. the two <laughs> demons yeah <laughs> oh, man, i'm cool. doing it ship ship the demons that we're talking about lunch together <laughs> yeah there's also a third. By the way, there's two demons that we initially see, and then there's a third demon. I did notice yeah. that. I don't know what it means, but yeah. Yeah, the third demon has like the two eyes that are vertically, and he has. It's a really, it's a really upsetting visual. The two eyes. But yeah, John. Uh, okay. Um, I mean, I was gonna say Emma and Norman because, or Norman and Don. I don't know. How about Norman and Ray? That's I mean, I mean, you know, oh. Don, Don, and Connie, I guess is, but yeah. Oh no, nah, that's like a little brother, big brother, little sister relationship. Well, Connie, Connie is uh, the oldest there, so, um, but yeah, you, it's a little big brother, little sister. I, th- I feel like Don. I think Don, Don liked her. That's my impression. Um, oh, but, did you mean Don and Emma, Dylan? Uh, no, Don and Connie. I, th- I think Don. She's uh, a little like, girl. She's a little girl. Yeah, the he's also kid. a little kid. That's she's dead okay. now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, that's a problem, Steve. That is a problem. With the ship. <laughs> ship is dead. Ship is dead <laughs> before it's it. Yes, you did. You did note the main problem with the ship. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> look, I'm holding up hope the Rose revives them and Connie will be back next episode, <laughs> safe and sound. I'm sure that's what Fine. we're doing. <laughs> Fine. It's, I'm it's, worried about Bernie. I'm hoping Bernie will be okay since. He's, he's in Il- 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 Isabella's clutches. Burn, the, oh, the, the, the bunny. bunny, the bunny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Rip, rip stuffed animal. Okay. Um, Did you know the bunny made like the popularity list? Like he was ranked in the children, oh like God. from his Neverland, like popularity list or something? Get out of here. Get what? Out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't, don't meme about this show. This just... <laughs> I, I got fun to link to one of that, that popularity no, poll. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic uh, start from Promise Neverland. Super looking forward to episode two. It'll be out tomorrow for us. So um, yeah. yeah, we'll be we'll be checking this out. So let us know what you thought of the pilot of Promise Neverland here in the YouTube comments or at overlyanimated.com. Um, or you can come talk about it with, on our, uh, with us on our Discord at overlyanimated.com slash Discord of an anime channel. Um, make sure, remember, no spoilers anywhere for future episodes. Yeah. Um, let us know if you like this podcast and you want more coverage of the, the upcoming season. Probably we'll do a po- episode two podcast, but uh, it would help if mm-hmm. you guys uh, let us know yeah. if you liked it, if you're watching the show. Um, apologies for some audio hiccups here. I don't know what's going on, but at least some, some cutting out here. I'll hope touch up a little bit, but uh, some of that going on. And uh, you can support us via uh, Patreon at patreon.com slash overly animated. Thank you very much to all of our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Caroline, aka Princess. And thanks as well to our patron Ooh. executive producers, John Ryan, Steve, Alex, and Hugh. Um, check other shows we cover if you're new to us, uh, mostly Western animation, but some anime as well. Check out our coverage of Young Justice Outsiders, uh, oh, yeah. Ruby, Steven Universe. Those shows Ooh. are currently regulating. We also had a She-Ra and the Princess Power topic discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, find all that at OverlyAnimated.com. Oh, and yeah. Th- thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next time. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye. Take care.